Groove Café. It is the Groove Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal looking forward to chatting with my guest today. Beautiful conversations always coming your way on RX Radio. Today I have the managing director of the Sanctum Hotel that is Crystal Twajira joining me on the Groove Cafe. Hello Crystal. Hello Crystal. Oh my god it's so weird. <laughs> it, is. it is. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I am fine. I am well, thank you. How has 2022 been for you? It's been good. It's, it's been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially Can't in the hospitality uh, industry. Yeah. Things have picked up a whole lot? Picking up. It's still a work uh-huh. in progress. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Just- and how long have you been with the Sanctum Hotel? I've been here since 2020. So, Thanks. two years? Yes. Mm, okay, okay. So I came during mm-hmm. the lockdown, yeah. After life had to make a few adjustments. Yes. As is the case for many of us. <laughs> for many <laughs> of us. So, Krista, are you Ugandan? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. When I raised. Okay, where were you born? Uh, in Zambia. Mm-hmm. Hospital. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. live close by? Did you grow up close by? Yes, in Kansanga, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. All my life, Kansanga has been home. Mm, even now? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Adult, I left Kansanga for a few years, yeah. Find mm. my own. Okay. And where was school then? School. School started in um, in Rainbow. It had just opened at the time mm-hmm. around Kansanga. Mm-hmm. Then I finished primary at Green Hill Academy. Mm-hmm. I did my Oliver at Nabisunsa Girls School. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then A-Level went back to Green Hill. So then with boarding. Boarding all through or was it A-Level no, you no, were no. home? A-Level was home. Why did you run away from boarding? Hmm? Uh, I learned what I needed to learn. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. Because parents say, we need you to go and be independent and you don't know how to take care mm-hmm. of yourself and do chores and la la la. So you are done with that. I think so. I felt that way, yeah. Okay. But in general, did you have a good time in Nabisunza? Did it start to shape where you went later in life? Yes, it did. It shaped even my friends. As in, it shaped a lot. So mm-hmm. Discipline, making sure you do the work you need to do. That kind of discipline started in Nabisunza. That is for sure. Okay. And were yeah. you like very artsy? Were you into music and things like that? I was very active, but more in drawing mm-hmm. and arts and crafts painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've grown up in a music family. Okay. Is that because yeah. of church or just? I wish it was church. <laughs> <laughs> My dad used to own a nightclub in the 80s. Okay. Uh-huh. So there was always music at home, always a DJ around. Mm-hmm. DJ Alex used to work there, the late DJ oh, wow. Alex. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was constantly surrounded by music. That was that was a given. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You no were way. never tempted yeah. to maybe sing or or try to take that to the next level in your own life. Mm, not really. I'm kind of shy. <laughs> Are you? Okay. Okay. Stage fright would be huge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you said you used but to draw. Instrumental. Yeah. 
Yes, I did. Okay. Now I'm starting to see how an art gallery later in life probably yeah. came to be. Okay, but after you said you went to Greenhill for A level. Yes, I did. Where was uni? Uni was uh, Uganda Matters University in Kozi. Mm-hmm. All the way in Masaka. It <laughs> was my first experience outside Kampala. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. Mm-hmm. How was and that? Truly test of independence. A true test, not of independence, of growing up. Like self-reliance? Yes, of self-reliance. Because mm-hmm. I was so far away from my... Okay, it's not so far away, like outside countries, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> village <away. laughs> And... Um, yeah, like we kind of had to fend for ourselves and um, it's a small community. So mm-hmm. everyone, it wasn't like, you know, if you're a third year, you don't talk to first years. Everyone was everyone's friend. It was like a nice small village. and That's kind of nice. Yeah. You mm-hmm. learn how to, um, you have to pass your exams. You have to attend school. You have to. So all that after party life kind of mm-hmm. was, um, you learned how to balance. Mm-hmm. I learned how to balance, like, you know. Mm-hmm. To be serious when you needed to be serious. When and you then see, yeah. To let your hair down a little bit as well. Yeah. Okay, okay. So what did you do at uh, Uganda Matters? Um, I did business administration and management. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite broad, but I zeroed in on business management at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was that what you wanted to do? Uh, to be honest, I wanted to get into art, but that was not going, you know, African parents. Not an option. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, but then, yeah, I figured at some point I'll get into a situation where at the very least, whatever I go into, this this would help, yeah, mm-hmm. in life. Okay. Mm. You mentioned earlier that your father used to own a nightclub. So, yes, he was in business all your life? Yes. Yes, um, he actually started out, he was a, a pilot mm-hmm. initially, Oh, Captain okay. Charles Twajira. Ah, so when he okay. resigned, <laughs> when he resigned, he opened that up when he came back to settle down in Uganda in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So when he came back, that's when he became, he settled into businesses like that, started mm-hmm. with that and then, you know, grew into other things. Okay, all right. So uh, you majored in business management, right? What was yes. your your first job out of uni? I was a receptionist at uh, Africa Online at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, I liked that company because it was it seemed to be very forward. It was promoting the internet usage and things at the time. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get into that community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long were yes. you there? I wasn't there long, like maybe a year. Okay, okay. Then you, yeah. where did you move after that? Then I moved to Orange Telecom. It was still Orange. Mm-hmm. Then, yes, at uh, Kampala Road, that shop was the customer service representative. Mm-hmm. Like the first person you meet when you walk into okay. the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Orange. Yeah. And then, well, Orange was no more. Yeah, and Orange was no more. And... Oh, but it was a very good stepping stone. I met a variety of people there per day, all ages and I don't know. A lot of people forget the beauty of customer service reps, especially the ones who are the face when you walk in. 
you yeah. build so many amazing relationships. Exactly. And they played out for you now? Yes, they have. Some of them even still reach out. Oh. So, I like that about Orange like I identified that I like the service industry like giving you know people what they come to and actually opening their eyes to other things that they don't even know that they could do with like the small things that we had to offer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They come in looking for like a dongle but then you like there's this internet phone that can connect five computers and then this and like the amazement you know finding <laughs> solutions to problems <laughs> uh-huh okay so you're yeah. a people person i'd like to think so <laughs> <laughs> okay so how long were you with orange then i was in orange for three and a half years mm-hmm. then the next yes. year was was banking not really i had a pause before banking Okay. Um, I went into accounting, actually. Oh, all right. Yeah. What happened? How did that happen? <laughs> what happened is, um, well, it wasn't easy getting into the bank. And I had some time to kill before, like, the next interviews were, like, months upon months upon months. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the meantime, I decided to try out my accounting, to put accounting to use. I had an opportunity to do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I tried it out because I was thinking maybe I should go that route, study mm-hmm. more and CPA and things. It's very, mm-hmm. it's a very lucrative business, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just trying that out in the meantime. And when I got the call for Standbeck, I was like, this might be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So clearly you took a lot of time to think about it. You're like, mm-hmm, this is the next step. All right. So you moved yeah. into Standbeck. How was that? It was a huge change. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's something behind that. It was a huge change. In what way? (laughs) Um, The corporate life. I think in Orange, I was uh, more of... uh, I wasn't very exposed to how corporate life actually goes on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then entering Standbeck, there's now... a bigger number of people you have a larger number of things to learn and people Mm -hmm. to relate with to make sure the work is done and so many things to it was a lot Mm -hmm. in a good way in Mm -hmm. a good way it felt like entering a new a new chapter okay that was yeah well that had been the plan so good on you it had yeah (laughs) i'm sure a lot of growth came with that Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. It did. What surprised you when you decided to make that kind of career change? What surprised you about yourself? That I was... <laughs> at the time, I also left home. So I was proper independent. I had my own rent to pay, bills to pay, mm-hmm. find a way to get to work. And now mm-hmm. I'm in stand big. So what surprised me was that I could still do... I could manage the, the challenges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, but at the bank wise, it wasn't really a surprise. It was more of um, an opening. The fact that it's not just about being a bank teller and giving somebody money. Mm-hmm. It's so much more than that. The beauty behind back office and everything, it's so diverse. Mm-hmm. So that zeroing to one thing was actually challenging to find out what exactly it is in the bank that I was trying to get at. Oh, you know? Okay. Because there's so many, it doesn't just have to deal with money giving someone money and returning and all that there's the loans there's 
exchange rates, there's dealing with our clients, dealing with your bosses, your workmates is very important. I found that extremely important mm-hmm. in order to grow the politics behind the bank. It's not just, you know, do one, two, three, then you'll get six. No, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was more complicated than that. It was like joining a new school again. <laughs> That's one way to go about it, right? That's one way yeah. to go about it. Okay, so what made you decide to leave Stanbeck? Well, I was there for, again, like within the bank, I was still trying to find my place in this entity. Mm-hmm. And I tried so many different um, departments. Not just, I moved from three departments, but also studying in other departments to learn what my niche could be. Mm-hmm. Towards the end, I was working in the forex payments department that dealt with, like, you know, sending money mm-hmm. to the world and then from the world to Uganda. And that mm-hmm. was a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to do it, still wasn't my, my, you know, when you just feel unsatisfied. Okay. And then I tried marketing for a few months mm-hmm. and there was something about it that just woke me up. Oh. And I just, yes. <laughs> okay. It woke me up completely and I just felt like maybe, you know, the math and the science isn't really what it is, what my calling is, but this organizing events, uh, dealing with um, um, making places look more beautiful, making, (laughs) it was also a lot, but I liked everything to do with it, every single thing, the planning, so I felt like a spark was open and the and fulfillment in Stanbeck began to grow bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, when you know you kind of tasted what you want, but it's not this. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started saying, let me be true to my passion and maybe try to work towards that. Okay. Saving, collecting, you know, my friends, I actually realized my friends, people I surround myself are artists themselves. Mm-hmm. One does crafts, others are cartoonists, oh. others... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so even your friends I, the spaces you're in were were telling you you're supposed to go a different direction exactly mm-hmm. a different direction so i was planning towards that okay and that's why i left initially i go to a good sponsor to get us a location prepared some art pieces my friends had prepared some of that we're going to do a combined thing like a whole it's going to be a different type of art gallery was mm-hmm. the plan okay a bit digital a bit uh back um, a bit you know traditional try to bring in all types of love for the arts in mm. this one place okay and it extended to like even like um pottery flowers mm. you know people can come and learn things mm. you can bring children over the weekend and you know they learn how to draw that was my dream. That sounds like a big, big dream. Hmm? Yes, it still is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when man makes plans, God laughs. <laughs> that expression cracks me up because it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> but I like that you said that it still is your dream. There's still time to do that. Okay. There's still time to do that. So had, yes. you, had you just opened when we locked down? I just got the place so we're just starting to renovate, oh. trying to put in the things. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, so that must have been a big down. blow, though. It was. It was. 
Mm. Everyone withdrew from it, but understandably so. We're all scared and didn't know what was going to happen next. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we took that L properly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're like, okay, this on pause until because you're right we were all just like what's going to happen i think there's some Mm -hmm. people actually thought we're about to be wiped out as a human race so yeah it was scary at the time looking back okay so uh the sanctum hotel where you're managing director how did that happen yeah so in the middle of this whole lockdown i was actually in lockdown with my mom yeah my mom and dad been having life different lives all my life Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm and was raised by my dad in Kansanga. Mm-hmm. Now this was, I became independent, live myself. Lockdown happens, I decided to go to my mom's. Mm-hmm. And I get a call from my dad and he's just like, you know what, just come home. <laughs> come mm-hmm. try this family business thing. Mm-hmm. You never know. Had you ever considered well, it before? Mm, like it crossed my mind, but I never ever saw my, I never, I always pictured it as his business. Mm-hmm. Okay. I never saw how I would be incorporated in it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what happened. I think he had a dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. My children will be part of this legacy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and how has that been? It's been interesting. It's interesting. been quite because, like, in the bank, it came where I used to work before was the time you sit down to the time you leave it doing the same thing the same you know mm-hmm. input output input yeah in yeah and, That's and you didn't like that you were bored i was bored mm-hmm. so i get here and from day one every day is a different day mm. every day is a different challenge okay. one and he empowered me for lack of a better word he empowered me to to learn how to deal with <laughs> I feel like it's like he gave me children to take care of. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's a big, big responsibility. (laughs) Yes, children in a whole household. So how do you run that? (laughs) Wow. Everyone has eaten. (laughs) So what's one of the biggest challenges for you in this time? In this time? Mm, With this career change as well. Um... The biggest challenge I would say is, um, well, right now, at least we have our old clients still reach out to us. So -hmm. getting a new client base, it's turning to be a bit difficult, Mm -hmm. but at least I'm trying to to bring the sanctum into new customer bases Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's been kind of strictly like trying to advertise for conferences and maybe swimming, Mm -hmm. but there's so much this place can offer. So... Mm-hmm. to bring in events and weekend packages and school packages mm-hmm. all that trying to bring that into the limelight yeah okay so the biggest challenge is of course the old school thinking mm-hmm. to merge with this new idea that i'm bringing it's kind of hard mm-hmm. but with time like over these two three years because mm-hmm. um, he's my partner my dad mm-hmm. we're learning how to communicate so that he releases the strings a little <laughs> i was about to ask how is that you know normally people ask how working with family is but in this case you're working with your dad so must be an interesting balance there it's crazy. Like, let's try this let's try this um <laughs> no mm-hmm. i know this works and this doesn't work so let's not try that okay like, no 
give me a chance and you know we see so he gives me the chances and i've learned there's mm-hmm. some situations where he's like it's not going to work at all and mm-hmm. i do it anyway and it doesn't mm-hmm. <laughs> then you're like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. In regards to like events or conferences, a way to throw in these things into mm-hmm. the hotel. Yeah. Okay, so it's still quite a learning curve. So much. Mm-hmm. So it's such a learning curve. So I feel like I'm not sleeping. As in, my brain isn't as deep. I'm constantly trying to think of new, mm-hmm. new ways to bring business and to not only to bring business, to also make what we have already better and more audible. Mm-hmm. So that like more people can hear about it and want to come back. It's not just about having people come. Mm-hmm. It's the wanting to come back that I'm trying to to make a culture here. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, you mentioned weekend rates and things. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, tell me more. <laughs> so, so what do we need to know about the Sanctum Hotel? Where is it? How do we find out more online? Um, the Sanctum Hotel is in Chitala. Chitala mm-hmm. is on the way to Entebbe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's a famous joint here, you know, mm-hmm. pork joint called Sewutinje. Mm-hmm. So most people actually find it easier when I say that place, but it's on the bypass mm-hmm. at the exit of Chisubi. Mm-hmm. It's right there to your left, so it's not so far from the road. Okay, it's ten minutes away from the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, rooms, fifty-five rooms, mm, suits, okay. and standard rooms. Mm-hmm. We have uh, three conference halls, um, which sits up to one, three hundred, two hundred, one fifty. So different sizes. Okay. Yeah, we have a restaurant mm-hmm. which does uh, a la carte continental and a bar mm-hmm. and a lounge and a swimming pool. And a swimming pool, yes, <laughs> and beautiful gardens. So mm-hmm. you can do, you know, weddings and small parties and events mm-hmm. and pool parties jumping castle for kids that we offer for free mm-hmm. yeah okay large parking lots that helps <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like there are many tick 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 things on the list <laughs> <laughs> yes all right all right crystal thank you so much for sharing um your journey and the learning curve that you're still on um, we're looking forward to find out a whole lot more. Online, how do we find the Sanctum? Is it just the, the Sanctum sa- Uganda? The Sanctum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, then. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. Thank you too, Crystal. <laughs> it's been a pleasure <laughs> chatting with you. It's been a pleasure chatting with you for me the most because all my life, every time I meet somebody, I'm like, you're Crystal Newman? And I'm just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Now you say we're friends, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you say. All right, do take care. Thank you, Crystal. You too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Groove Cafe.